Welcome to the Habits to Goals podcast with Martin Grunberg. It's time to take control of your life. Are you ready to achieve goals faster and more consistently than ever before? You need the habit factor. You're listening to Habits to Goals, the podcast that helps you create the habits that lead to success. And here is Martin Grunberg. Here we go. Welcome back. Thank you for joining me. It's great to be back in the saddle. Another between seasons, a tweener. Um, but I had to jump in. This is something I'm dying to see. A, how you are using it. This idea we're going to talk about. And you know, be what your thoughts are and how it has impacted your life. Oops. So where do we go here? So today's idea, quote unquote, big idea is about constraints and controls and how you are using these to help you achieve your goals. And so right off the bat, you may be saying, huh, what? How's that possible? Constraints and controls to help me achieve my goals. I like that. That rhymes. Constraints and controls to help you achieve your goals. Well, when you look at it fundamentally, even the habit factors process, right? Plan, act, record, and reassess. Par, plan, act, record, reassess. That is a way of instituting constraints and or controls. In other words, you're identifying the frequency per week. You're going to do a behavior or a habit. And the minimum success criteria, that is how many times, is it 12 push-ups, is it 30, is it three times a week, is it five times a week? And what I'm getting at here in the beautiful, magical fashion that is life, we come upon another fantastic paradox. And as I've been marinating on this, I kid you not, um... It's just absolutely bizarre. I've been, this is a theme that's been reoccurring. And I was telling one of, one of the great guys at my company, um, that the freedom of tomorrow lies in the discipline of today. The freedom of tomorrow lies in the discipline of today. And it was because I was reflecting so much on this idea that, that the more we institute in our lives constraints and controls, which is in many ways another form of discipline, and stay with me here, discipline, as we know, is a habit. In other words, there are no born babies, no babies born with discipline. Discipline is something that is developed over time. So 
without getting too convoluted here, what we're exploring is everybody, myself included, raising my hand, loves freedom. Freedom is one of the highest values I have. I am wired, you know, if if the crowd goes left, I want to go right. I'm not sure why that is, but freedom to me is a paramount value. And <laughs> and strangely enough, freedom becomes again paradoxically it is born of and out of discipline and as i'm going through this and trying to reconcile in other words one thing i started doing because i'm a fan many of you know this of a good whiskey or a good bourbon and i just it was a few months ago i was like all right we got to we got to just make sure adding a constraint and control that that there are three and it you know it's only a couple shots so to speak with ice but the point is <laughs> the point is i don't want more than 3 whiskey days a week even if it's just a couple shots and maybe i'll hang out there there's this great article about all the health benefits and values of a good whiskey. But I digress. So as I'm exploring this idea, I just realize, you know, what are the the best companies in the world, the best organizations? You look at the military. These things have incredible constraints and controls. And then as a person who loves freedom, I realize in many ways – I have become very soft because it's like I can I can validate this food, this beverage, why not? I want to be free. I deserve it, whatever the story is. And the reason I'm sharing this is I'm hopeful you recognize that perhaps you may be doing these same similar things where everything is easy, super easy to justify. I can stay out late. I can stay out late again. Oh, it's Jim's birthday. Oh, we should eat this. We should do that. We should drink. We should, I could spend this money. And the question is, where are you instituting constraints and controls? And I would challenge you as I have myself, to identify those areas where you have the most important goals and health is one of my highest values and then see if there are constraints and controls, whether you use the Habit Factor app or the the free template or some other process around tracking and implementing constraints and controls. It could be spending money. But what I'm getting at here is do it in a fashion where it's just one or two things, maybe three. I'd prefer if it was just one and do it for a week. Oh, that's not good. We can't do that. Always special when the phone rings. Um, But that's exactly where this was leading me is is this idea that 
maybe there are more constraints and controls that you need to implement in your life. And some of you may be saying, I've implemented none. And others may be saying, of course, dummy, this is what I do. This is what discipline is. I do this. And then I would say, all right, just show me your tracking. Show me your targets for the constraints and controls. Um, so that's the first part of it. Then the other comment might be, I don't want to do that. I don't need to do that. That seems lame. I like freedom. And again, nobody, very few people like freedom more than me. So this, here's the equation that I'm using. The discipline of today equates to the freedom of tomorrow. The freedom of tomorrow lies in the discipline of today. And by the way, this is great stuff you can use for your employees, for your kids, for yourself. And I got to find this. So I'm looking around my desk um, and I'm going to leave you with this. So about <laughs> this is why I just had to go ahead and record this in the office here. Um, so last night I have, let me back up four years ago ish, three years ago, I was in Greece and had to grab on the way out, you know, a few of those mementos you buy, souvenirs in the, <laughs> the airport for friends. And I had an extra little notebook that never managed to make it to anybody else. It's been sitting by my bed. And I didn't even know it was there. I have the habit of always sleeping with, I have these little like five and a half by eight legal pads. And so in the dark, I sketch some notes. I used to do it with flashlight pens. I don't have those anymore. So half the morning I spend trying to decode what I wrote in the dark. So last night I realized all my pads are gone and I noticed this little Greek notebook that I never gave away. It was still in the plastic wrap. I unwrap it and I look at the cover and it's Pythagoras, the Greek philosopher. And I kid you not, this will be the, this will be the artwork on the blog. Here is the quote right on the cover embossed. No one is free if he cannot command himself. No one is free if he cannot command himself. What is command? Command, that's control, that's constraint. And he's talking about freedom. Freedom comes from the ability to follow your own commands. And those are implementing controls and constraints. Sure, I'm taking it a thread further. But that's what he's saying. That's... What I am saying, that is what we are saying. The freedom of tomorrow lies in the discipline of today. Challenge yourself to set those controls and constraints. Start tracking just one behavior. I, again, it could be weight and health related, diet related. It could be money related. Implement one. Let me know how it's going. Use the free tracking sheet. Use the app. 
the discipline of tomorrow, whoops, the freedom of tomorrow lies in the discipline of today. The freedom of tomorrow lies in the discipline of today. No one is free if he cannot or she cannot command herself. So there you go, my friends. That's your mind bullet for today. Love your show. We will be talking soon. Take care. Thank you. And let me know how it goes. Just how misunderstood is pressure as a subject, particularly when it comes to our productivity, performance, and even incredibly peace of mind? Well, here's a quote from a recently published book, Performing Under Pressure. In fact, this is more than just a quote. It appears to be the author's main thesis. The bottom line, pressure is the enemy of success. It undermines performance and helps us fail. The paragraph goes on to cite many supportive instances, such as pilots, surgeons, and air traffic controllers making errors, or professional athletes missing their usual shots while under pressure. Pressure, the book asserts, is more than a nemesis. It is a villain in our lives. Wow, that's powerful language. It's understandable why the vast majority of people, and even these authors, might think this way about pressure. On the surface, pressure certainly appears to be the enemy. However, if we look deeper, we discover that pressure, much like what we discovered about habit in The Habit Factor, is neither good nor bad. Pressure is an entirely neutral, supernatural force. Taken a step further due to its preeminence within our lives, it would hardly be fruitful to view pressure as the enemy. If pressure were truly the enemy, then we might as well pack up and head home. It's time to surrender. We can't possibly win, right? If we were to follow such a pervasive misunderstanding, that pressure is evil, a nemesis, and a villain, we should make every attempt to avoid it, right? And unfortunately, doing so would not only prove frustrating and fruitless, but would greatly inhibit our creativity, productivity, and ultimately even impair our personal growth. Even the wealthiest of parents who want the very best for their children will go out of their way to ensure their kids experience some real-life pressures, such as chores or a summer job, with the hope that they'll reap all the associated benefits that come with challenge and hard work, discipline and responsibility come to mind. There's even a famous Japanese proverb that underscores this point. Adversity is the foundation of virtue. To be clear, we are not referring to negative peer pressure or bullying, but rather life pressure, things such as work, chores, and responsibility, knowing that is the type of pressure that teaches children important life lessons that help forge their character and will serve them long into the future. The idea that pressure is a villain or the enemy of success, ultimately proves untenable in the real world. Rather, if we choose to look deeper into pressure, what we find is that it demands our careful consideration, understanding, and even ultimately, our appreciation. The same kind of appreciation you freely give to your greatest passions. After all, what is more important than your most pressing goals? Understanding how pressure is the fuel to help you achieve those goals is vital. 
Not even a reality TV star avoids pressure all the time, as my daughter once asserted. In fact, some might even argue that due to appearances, contract obligations, etc., a celebrity may experience even greater pressures than the average citizen. To view pressure another way, consider the simple act of problem-solving. Any problem, by definition, involves an existing state, condition, and a desired end state, ideal condition. The objective or goal is to bridge that gap. It's worth noting that the gap itself, the delta, is what instantly generates a sense of tension, or to use its synonym, pressure. And since humans are naturally creative and problem-solving creatures, their ability to channel pressure to solve problems makes them unique. Today's episode is brought to you by Audible.com. There are over 180,000 titles to choose from. If there's one thing I know, and I think Jim Rohn was the one who said this originally, in five years, the difference in your life will be largely based upon two things, the books you've read and the relationships you have fostered. Doesn't it make sense to take advantage of the downtime, whether you're on the road, on a run, in the gym, kill a couple birds with one stone, get a book going, it's phenomenal. It's I, The more people I turn on to it, the more uh, compliments I get. Not that I've actually done anything. 180,000 titles to choose from. You get one free book a month, 30% off any other book. Again, check it out. AudibleTrial.com forward slash habits to goals. I'm going to say that again real quick. AudibleTrial.com forward slash habits to goals, and that is the number two. And of course, when you support our sponsors, you are supporting the show. So thank you again. I am extremely grateful. We'll see you at the next episode.